WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando, W226BT Orlando, and W231CT Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeart radio station. Good morning, Orlando. Good Wednesday morning to you. Glad you're up bright and early here at 6 for our very first look at Central Florida's news, weather, and traffic here on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Now on FM 94.1, FM 93.1, AM 540, 107.7 HD3 in the iHeart Radio app. Is that all? That'll do it. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour a Ukraine briefing on Capitol Hill. More in one minute. Is this an impeachment or is this a The president is raising the question, and so are we with you next on Good Morning Orlando. 602 on News Radio WFLA Orlando. The State Department Inspector General will brief congressional committees today about State Department documents on Ukraine. Exact details of the meeting are not known, but it comes as Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and several House committees have been exchanging words about the investigation into President Trump's reported attempts to get Ukraine's president to investigate Joe Biden and his son. President Trump's personal attorney is hiring his own lawyer to deal with his role in the impeachment inquiry. Last night on Fox News, Rudy Giuliani suggested suing Congress, saying committees seeking documents from him would be violating attorney-client privilege. We can also sue them for uh, doing things like uh, obstructing obstructing justice. I mean, going, uh, writing letters to Italy and to other countries that have evidence of criminality concerning uh, a setup and a frame-up is obstructing a criminal investigation. Giuliani has hired Florida attorney John Sale to represent him. Sale was an assistant prosecutor on the legal team investigating the Watergate scandal. Ukraine's president is claiming he had no contact with Rudy Giuliani. I've never met Rudy Giuliani, never, and never had any phone calls with him. Vladimir Zelensky spoke at a news conference yesterday. Boy, there's a lot going on, Alan. There is a lot going on, and we're going to unpack it all, and we're going to find out what folks are thinking this morning here as we roll into hour number one on the 50,000-watt front porch. This news brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Eleven men are under arrest in Volusia County, accused of traveling to meet a child for sex. This was the culmination of a five-day sting operation dubbed Deviant Desire. It really makes you want to actually physically get ill to listen to what these guys are requesting a 14-year-old perform on them. Sheriff Mike Chitwood said undercover detectives posed as 14- and 15-year-old children. A pay raise is in store for some 300 full and part-time employees of the city of Orlando. Mayor Buddy Dyer announcing the workers' wages will be increased to at least $15 per hour over the next couple of years. A comeback in the nation's capital gives the home team the victory in the National League wildcard game. Soto seals it for the Washington Nationals. Ernie Johnson there on CBS Juan Soto with the single in the eighth inning, but Milwaukee Brewers outfielder Trent Grisham botches fielding the ball, leading to a bases-clearing hit as the Nationals rally to beat the Brew Crew 4-3 and advance to the National League Division Series. The Nationals will now open a best-of-five in the NLDS against the L.A. Dodgers on Thursday. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. And the Tampa Bay Rays are in Oakland to play the A's in tonight's American League wildcard game. The winner advances to an AL Division Series 
to play the Houston Astros, who topped the majors with 107 wins this season. WFLA News Time is 6.05. A billboard in Michigan is hacked to play a porn video for drivers along I-75. That story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at WFLA Orlando. The first hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. PM Orlando, weekdays 5 to 6 p.m. News Radio WFLA Orlando. Good morning to you. We are glad you're with us. But heading around, Inspector Michael Yaffe and Melissa Fox with you until 9 o'clock. Hey, we're now on 94.1. A big boost for those of you who listen to us in the northern part of Orlando and up through Seminole County, Lake Mary, Longwood, Castleberry, Aldemont Springs, Winter Springs. And yesterday I drove up I-4 to test our new addition to the signals we provide, folks. And I went all the way over to St. John's River Bridge to mile marker 108, got mm-hmm. off there, turned around, and the signal was rock solid into Volusia County. Now, I know, again, th- this is this is what we're able to do as per FCC rules. Uh, we don't have, uh, you know, it's not, a, it's not a full blanket FM, but it does give us a boost where you've had a hard time getting us a 93.1. And, of course, there's also the iHeartRadio app, and there is AM540. But it was kind of fun. Yeah. And, uh, it held up. And you found your way back home? On the first try. <laughs> I was about to say, we can't do anything about if you're stuck on I-4 for a couple of hours. I don't know how long <laughs> it took you, bud. But we can at least give you a better signal while yeah. you're on the road. Well, and I had it, and I came back <laughs> down, got on the 417, went down the east side over to uh, Winter Springs at 434. And, and you were back by solid. 5 p.m. Yeah. at your house. <laughs> <laughs> I made it home. So we're a little short on show prep here because the Bud Man was on the road all day trying to find his way around. And so uh, forgive us. Our sins as we move forward. We are going to start with impeachment, but there is a lot more to talk about. In this hour, I hop off the Trump train um, as uh, China, Communist China, celebrates its 70th year and gets congrats from the president. But there is nothing to celebrate here, and I'm not alone in that thinking. Uh, also, we're going to focus on a uh, a bid to make it illegal to even touch your cell phone if you are a driver in a vehicle here. And I think they are going too far. With this, we'll see what you think later on. But in the meantime, join the conversation on impeachment. Is this an impeachment or is this a coup? The president's posing that question, and we are posing it as well. We'll get to it here in a moment. Our number is 407-916-5400, toll-free 866-916-5400, and... The toll free two three six eight zero. Right, that would be the text line two three six eight zero. See, I was on the road too long. Meet me. But you did find your way back home. Yeah, good. Yeah. I found my way to the studio here this morning too. I'm a little short on sleep. This impeachment thing is <laughs> taking too much of my time. Let's see if you can find your way to an update of Orlando's news, <laughs> weather, and traffic in just two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. It's six oh eight. Headlines, President Trump notching a win out in California. A federal judge has blocked a new state law requiring presidential candidates to reveal income tax returns in order to appear on the state's primary ballot. U.S. District Judge Morrison England Jr. writing that the law was likely unconstitutional. Updates at least every 10 minutes on our top stories. We promise you that, and we deliver here on Good Morning Orlando. We're the one for news, weather and traffic. FM 94.1, FM 93.1, News Radio WFLA Orlando. That's us. Check us out on the north side with a new signal at 94.1. 
Uh, for everybody else, it pretty much stays the same. Let me hold this map up to the radio. Can you see this? It's a shot of the continental United States, tweeted by President Trump. It was a red versus blue county-by-county county map from the 2016 election. And while you know Hillary beat Trump in, uh, in a popular vote by 2.8 million, Trump won in 2,600 counties compared to Hillary's 487. So the map, except for, you know, the, the West Coast and the East Coast here and a few places in South Florida, is all red. And Trump tweets, try to impeach this. <laughs> so he's like daring him, goading him, Yaffe, into impeachment. Or at least it would appear. The president also was tweeting yesterday, and we are picking up on that with a one-word texting poll. Um, the president tweeted yesterday, As I learn more and more each day, I am coming to the conclusion that what is taking place is not an impeachment, it is a coup. Intended, he tweets further, to take away the power of the people, their vote, their freedoms, their Second Amendment religion, military, border wall, and their God-given rights as a citizen of the United States of America. And so we ask you, on a one-word texting poll, listen up because we definitely want you to vote. President Trump says he is coming to the conclusion that what is taking place is not an impeachment, it is a coup. Do you agree? Text yes or text no to 23680. Is this... An impeachment or a coup? He says it's a coup. Do you agree? Text yes or text no to 23680. Long form texters welcome at 23680 as well with more to say. And on the phones, we give you priority because we want to make sure you don't have to hang on the phone too long. Our number is 407-916-5400 and the toll free is 866-916-5400. You've been looking at all of this. You've seen it unfold. You know what we're looking at here. I do not see anything that remotely resembles what the founding fathers would have envisioned as an impeachable offense. You know, a world leader talking uh, on the phone to another world leader here. This happens all the time. You're getting aid and munitions from us. You know, uh, you are a lot closer to the situation with the corruption uh, surrounding the 2016 election and, 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 and in, Korea, in Ukraine than we are. And, uh, you know, look into some of these things. I just, uh, this is not an impeachable offense. To me, this is a coup attempt because the Democrats believe that what they fear most will come to pass, that they cannot beat them in the ballot box in 2020 with anybody else they've got. So what else would you call it? I know it sounds over the top, perhaps, but I really don't think that this is a legitimate impeachment. I really think it's an attempt to overthrow an election, to overturn an election and turn out a president who got the votes of 63 million Americans. That is not the way our system is supposed to work. Now, you tell me, is this really a coup? Or is this a legitimate impeachment? Yaffe, thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, I, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm a little uncomfortable calling it a coup because traditionally coup means violent overthrow. I right. looked up on Miriam dictionary it says violent overthrow this isn't a violent overthrow 
but I actually don't know what else to call it. Yeah, that would because be called, I don't think it's a legitimate impeachment either. Well, yeah, the, the term would be, and this happens in some places, what they call a bloodless coup, where a government yeah. is overthrown, uh, and it's a bloodless coup. That, that's what you have here. Yeah, is, I think it's closer to that than anything. Yeah, yeah. How do you see it? 407-916-5400, um, text line 23680. You can vote as a one-word texting poll, and the votes are coming flying in right now. Um, the question is, the president says, hey, you know what? This looks to me as though it's not an impeachment, it's a coup. Do you agree with him? Text yes or text no to 23680. What do you think, Alan? Good morning to you. You're on Good Morning Orlando from Claremont in Lake County. Good morning, bud. I true heartily believe this is a coup attempt. And what bothers me, like I told Melissa, is that it goes back to Hillary Clinton and Vince Foster and the three Americans, true Americans that were killed in Benghazi. There's been no no jail time for any of these people, including Hillary. And it burns me up that as a regular citizen, there's two tiers of justice in this country. There's a lot of politicians in Washington that should be under the tree of liberty being tarred and feathered for their actions, and I leave it at that. Thank you, Alan, very much. I appreciate it. We're totaling up the votes that are coming in fast and furious on our one-word texting poll. President Trump says he's coming to the conclusion that what is taking place is not an impeachment. Is it a coup? It is a coup. Do you agree? Text yes or text no to 23680. There's a lot to get to here in the impeachment front. Pompeo, I've never seen him more on fire than he is right now. And uh, also, also the breaking news last night that the inspector general for the State Department um, has put out an urgent request to meet today with heads of multiple Senate and House committees. We'll give you what we have on that here in a moment. Central Florida headlines for you now. A teenager is accused of starting a 300-acre brush fire in Brevard County. 19-year-old Alana Spangler arrested yesterday in Sharps. She and 41-year-old Roger Garrett accused of starting the horse stable fire in Port St. John six months ago by setting a car on fire. The fire forced several residents near Gulf View Avenue to vacate their homes. Updates for you at least every 10 minutes in our top stories on Good Morning Orlando. Radio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. It's Good Morning Orlando. Alan Spector along with the Bud Man Yaffe and Melissa. And we have a one-word texting poll underway. President Trump says he's coming to the conclusion that what is taking place is not an impeachment. It is a coup. Do you agree with the president? Text yes or text no to 23680. Yaffe, what's up? Yes, just wanted to let people know that there was an attempt to stuff the ballot box here. Voter fraud. Voter fraud on the 50,000-watt front porch. No! We had one person who kept texting no over and over again. Same person. We can tell if you're doing that, and if you do that, we will block you. So we will not accept voter fraud here. That's right. I think Queen said it best when he said, we will will block you. Uh Uh-huh. Is that... Oh, we got it! I did get it. Yes! Hey... Listen, what do we have on the count? You got an update on this right now? Let's see. Early here returns. Uh-huh. About 75 yeses and six noes. Wow. Wow. Passions uh, running high. There was 600 noes before Yaffe unstuffed the ballot <laughs> yeah, box. That's yeah. That is a true story, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, come on. Play it straight, will you? There's no reason not to. 
Um, anyway, uh, um, Mike Pompeo, the Secretary of State, former CIA director, member of Congress, really a, a, a class act and a great, uh, a great ally uh, of the president as the nation's top diplomat here. And normally, Mr. Cool, Calm, and Collected, you know, hardly ever raises his voice. Um, I mean, he was, you know, number one in his class at West Point. I mean, this is a man of extraordinary achievement and intellect. Um, he has fired off an angry letter to the House Foreign Relations Committee chairman, uh, who they want, uh, they want three committees to hear from members of the State Department. They want to subpoena them and, and get them before them. And he ripped them, you know, and he ripped them, and he wrote back in a tweet that the nation's... Um, that, that he was not going to tolerate this. He was not going to have his people intimidated and bullied and treated improperly, the distinguished professionals of the Department of State. Uh, and then the committee chairman wrote back and said, hey, if they don't show up here, that's obstruction of impeachment. Could set you up, Mr. Secretary of State, for impeachment. So it is getting even uglier for sure. Now, what about the breaking news last night? Um, and we will follow this if we get more information on it. We'll give it to you. Uh, the State Department's Inspector General, um, kind of the watchdog over at uh, Pompeo State Department, is named Steve Linick. And he suddenly, with an urgent label attached to it yesterday, requested to meet today with a number of Senate and House committees, quote, to discuss and provide staff with copies of documents related to the State Department and Ukraine. Exactly what is in those documents or the nature of all of this information, we do not know. But that was the breaking news, and apparently that is going to happen today. So we're staying on top of all things impeachment-related, and we will until the 9 o'clock hour. You can get in on our one-word texting poll. How about that, Melissa? Can you pose that one more time before we hit the break in the news? Why, yes, I can. President Trump says he's coming to the conclusion that what is taking place is not impeachment. It's a coup. Do you agree? Text yes or text no to 23680. Again, yes or no. Is it a coup? 23680. And we'll revisit that along the way and update the boat. Uh, in the next half hour, I am hopping off the Trump train because I, I understand why the president congratulated the Chicoms for 70 years yesterday, but there is truly nothing to celebrate with them achieving 70 years. And I will reconnect you with all the reasons why. In the meantime, to connect us all to the news, local, national, you name it, here's Alan. An Orlando bus accident leaves nine people injured, and a Dallas cop is convicted of killing her neighbor. Those stories and others, plus traffic and weather together in just two minutes on Good Morning Orlando, it's 629. Traffic nightmare um, through Orlando on I-4 yesterday, not in rush hour, uh, late morning, this bus accident, and Alan has the latest. Yeah, nine people are hurt in that bus accident in Orlando, but a Lynx bus overturning yesterday morning on I-4 near Rio Grande Avenue and L.B. McLeod Road. Lynx says the bus flipped after the driver veered into the wrong lane, overcorrected, and hit a concrete barrier. Eight passengers and the driver were taken to the hospital, but all are expected to survive. The news is brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. In Dallas this morning, the sentencing phase resumes for the former police officer convicted in the death of her neighbor. The verdict, guilty of murder for former Dallas police officer Amber Geiger. My life has not been the same. It's just been 
like a roller coaster. Reaction from the mother of 26-year-old Botham Jean, who was shot and killed 13 months ago inside his own apartment. He saw someone? Yes, I thought it was my apartment. Oh, my God. Geiger, in her 911 call, she argued she was mentally fatigued after working overtime. And now, following the verdict, faces between 5 and 99 years in prison. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. A man accused of breaching school security in Volusia County claims he thought he was doing police a favor. Derek Marlowe was arrested last week after entering a classroom at Spruce Creek High in Port Orange. Deputies say the 51-year-old was drunk and had a knife on him, but no one was hurt. He apparently told the school resource officer that he was testing school security. Tonight, the top 10 Democratic presidential hopefuls will take part in a gun safety forum hosted by March for Our Lives. At a school safety summit last month, co-founder and Parkland survivor Lauren Hogg said arming teachers and staff is not the answer to making schools safer. Schools, when over-militarized and made to seem like prisons, embed in us students the idea that violence is something to be expected at school. The gun safety forum is being held in Las Vegas, the scene one year ago yesterday of the deadliest mass shooting in U.S. history. Florida's Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission opens its two-day meeting today in Cape Canaveral, and elephant ride regulations are on the agenda. Rory O'Neill reports from our newsroom. Many thought this issue ended when Ringling Brothers went out of business, but there are still elephant rides for sale. It is still happening around the country, and it's still very much a problem. You know, elephants don't give rides because they want to. They give rides because they've been chained and beaten behind the scenes, and they're afraid of being punished if they don't. Peter's Rachel Matthews says the practice should be banned outright, but elephant keepers disagree. They say their animals are well cared for and live longer than they would in the wild. They also say these new rules threaten to put them out of business. Rory O'Neill, News Radio, WFLA, Orlando. WFLA News Time is 636. If you miss any part of Good Morning Orlando, you can get caught up with our podcasts on iHeartRadio. Headlines now, tensions in Hong Kong are escalating as police have shot a protester with live ammunition. It happened during National Day demonstrations as China celebrated 70 years of communist rule. A video posted online by local media showing the man bleeding in the street, calling for medical help. Hong Kong has been the site of weeks of pro-democracy demonstrations. Until now, police had only used measures like rubber bullets and water cannons, but now live ammo and a man in critical condition, it is reported. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories on Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, News Radio WFLA Orlando, and still on AM 540. 70 years ago yesterday, Mao Zedong declared the People's Republic of China after his communist forces had conquered most of the mainland. And then the carnage began as it does within communist regimes. Mao's great leap forward over the next 10 years killed an estimated 45 million people in China. And still in China, the people are denied basic freedoms of religion, freedom of speech. Um, There's a policy of forced abortion. They now have high-tech Uh, ways of scoring people and deciding whether or not that they are in favor with the communist regime to a given extent gives them more freedom, more mobility, etc. 
This is the iron hand of a repressive communist regime, every bit what the old Soviet Union was and more because it has such economic vitality that the old Soviet Union uh, never had. And Yaffe, we are responsible for a lot of that because we just buy their stuff, uh, you know, by the gazillions of dollars and have for years. And yeah. they've gotten mm -hmm. rich off us. And that repressive regime, uh, I don't see it collapsing after about the same period of time the Soviet Union did, as we know, in 1991, came into power with the Russian Revolution in 1917. So they're both about the same age. But the Chicoms are not going away. And I had a problem, given all the reality of China, with the president yesterday, even though you and I know why he did it, um, tweeting this. Congratulations to President Xi and the Chinese people on the 70th anniversary of the People's Republic of China. He wants a trade deal with Xi. But man, I just wish he'd stayed silent and, and held off on the congratulations. I do not find anything to celebrate here in this, and neither does a survivor of the uprising for freedom that was squelched so violently in 1989 in Tiananmen Square in China. Listen to the reality of what this communist Chinese regime is all about from a Tiananmen Square survivor, Rose Tang. They hold 1.4 billion people in China hostage, thinking they can just blackmail the world. But this is a, the world's biggest terrorist organization, wow. and it's the world's enemy. We need to be really careful with this regime, and we need to fight against it. The world's largest terrorist organization, the Tiananmen Square survivor says. Communist China holding 1.4 billion people hostage. Powerful words. I've got to tell you, though, I find nothing to celebrate. And yesterday, of course, the Chinese had the big military parade there, and they trotted out, among other things, uh, this missile that can go 25 times the speed of sound, they say. And they say, although we don't know for sure if this is true, they can attach nukes to the top of it that can get here in 30 minutes. Um, th this, is, this is a trading partner, of course, and we'll continue to have a relationship with them because I, I, don't, I, I don't see us getting out of that. I don't see there's any way to do that. Um, but Yaffe, um, this, this, is, this is the global menace. Oh, Communist China. I don't no celebrate. I don't it. celebrate their 70th anniversary. I mean, one of the reasons why North Korea still exists as it does is because of China. China does a lot of brutal things. Just what they're doing to the Muslim Uyghurs out there. Yeah. That yeah. that population, they're putting them in concentration camps. Oh, yeah. It, it's sick. Yeah. So the president sends congratulations to President Xi. How do you feel about it? How do you feel about communist China? I think a lot of times we don't connect to exactly what this regime is all about. You know, we go to Walmart and there's made in China on everything. And we say, you know, they're making pretty good stuff. They used to make junk and we're okay. We want a deal when we go shopping. We get it from stuff made in China and we're okay with China, I think, on a day-to-day -day basis. But I just gave you the reality backed up by the survivor of the freedom uprising that was squelched so violently in Tiananmen Square in 1989. What are your thoughts on this? We'll get Melissa in on the conversation as well. President sends congratulations because he wants the trade deal. Frankly, 
I don't find anything worthy of congratulation or celebration in the 70th anniversary of the Chicoms. How about you? Let's talk about it here. I'm hopping off the Trump train on this one. I want to know where you stand. 407-916-5400 and the text line 23680. This Florida headline and a story we have followed closely and talked about many times on this show. As of yesterday, Florida teachers can legally carry guns in classrooms if their school districts allow it. However, so far, all of the state's largest districts have said no to that. Among the districts not allowing teachers to carry on campuses, Orange, Miami-Dade, Broward, Hillsborough counties. The bill expands the school guardian program enacted in response to the 2018 Parkland school massacre that left 17 students and staff dead. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories on Good Morning Orlando. Stay ahead of the storm with Operation Stormwatch on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Communist China turns 70 years old. President Trump offers congratulations. I find nothing to celebrate. And by the way, a lot of congressional Republicans also broke with the president on the congratulations along the same lines as, as, as the opinions that Yaffe and I uh, have expressed. I'm getting ripped on the text line. We'll get to that in a moment. And I definitely want Yaffe on that and Melissa as well. But we offer our callers, Alan, uh, priority. So let's get to it. Andrew calling in from Orlando. Andrew, it's Alan along with the Bud Man, Yaffe and Melissa. Your thoughts, please, on the president and China. Alan, Bud, Yaffe and Melissa. Um, my thought says um, I don't think most people really care about China being communist because we buy most of their stuff. Well, I don't. And also, I just would like the smart people to figure to answer this for me. Is there a difference between what China did for their communists and what we did to celebrate giving? To celebrate what? Yeah, it broke up. Say that again. Is there any difference than what China did to gain their communists than what we did to celebrate Thanksgiving? Um, I think there's a big difference. <laughs> You better flesh that out a little, Andrew. I think I know where you're coming, but don't be cryptic. What are you but, saying? Uh, what I'm saying is, I mean, we took over land from people that was here to change it, and we have a great big holiday, which I have no problem with. So did China. So, you know, I mean, you know, we changed the way how they was doing things, and so did the Chinese. So what's the difference? Wow. Give me three hours, Alan, hmm. or make that Andrew. Well, that's another show. That's another show. Yeah. Yeah. I would, you but know, you don't buy anything show. made in China, huh? I really stay away from it. Um, I, I flip tags. I really don't. I don't even buy Chinese rice. I don't let my girls go get their nails done. All right. I just really stay away from it. Hmm. I thought most of the girls doing nails were from Vietnam. <laughs> Nah, it's Chinese over here in East Orlando. Wow, it's a boycott by Andrew. How about that? You know, it's hard to tell these days. There's so much that's made in China. Uh, The Mm. label doesn't always tell you where it's from. So you said I would get an opportunity. Of course. All right, honest. It's standard protocol to congratulate elections, milestones. Obama congratulated Chavez, Putin, Reagan congratulated Gorbachev. UN congratulated Cuba on the revolution anniversary, et cetera, et cetera. It's just protocol. And the one time the guy actually follows the PC way, everyone's got a problem with it. <laughs> I mean, he is not a statesman, and yet he the one time he actually does something yeah. statesman, 
You guys are all over him. I know he's trying to well, get a deal. I, I mean, get we, it. I get it. I get it. We criticized Obama when he did those things. Not saying we so, didn't. I mean, it's just fair game, right? So what about it, Yaffe? Yeah. Are you going to come go to bat for me because I'm getting ripped here? Yeah, someone on the text line says, don't get liberal on us, bud. Protect Trump. Mm. He just wished them a happy anniversary. Um, so you're calling out communists. You're literally calling out communists. Yeah. And now that's liberal. Hmm. I'm confused. Wow. <laughs> but you know, I must be in lockstep with the president, no matter what he says, at all times, without <laughs> exception. You know, the, the thing that confuses me is that Donald Trump has never hesitated to harshly criticize China in the past. And all of a sudden we hear, you know, happy anniversary to the uh, People's Republic of China. He's a businessman trying to get a deal. It's the carrot and the stick. That's the way he was in business. He'd schmooze people to get him to do what he wanted, and he's trying to schmooze Xi to get this deal done. So the end justifies the means? I don't know what to say on that score, except there is nothing to celebrate, in my view, at communist China um, celebrating 70 years. It's awful what they are doing to their people. And the threat that they pose to us has no parallel in the 21st century. Anyway, are we having a good time yet? Yes, we are. We have a one-word texting poll for the next hour. We're talking impeachment. Yaffe, pose that before we hit the news break. William? Yes, President Trump says he's coming to the conclusion that what is taking place is not an impeachment. It's a coup. Do you agree? Text yes or no to 23680. By the way, the count right now is 127 yeses and nine noes. Bloodless coup is what we're talking about here. We understand it's not the classic coup, okay? I'm sure the president does as well. At least at this point, it's not. News at 7. Allen has it. Bud, testimonies coming up on Capitol Hill regarding Ukraine. And the Rays get wild in Oakland tonight. Those stories and others, plus traffic and weather together. In just two minutes, it's 7 o'clock on Good Morning Orlando. WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando, W226BT Orlando, and W231CT Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeart radio station. Good morning, Orlando. Delighted to have you with us here on the Wednesday edition at 7 o'clock as we update Central Florida's news, weather, and traffic once again here on News Radio WFLA Orlando, now on FM 94.1, FM 93.1, AM 540, 107.7 HD3, and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour Capitol Hill testimony on the Ukraine matter. More in one minute. Impeachment talk. Our take and yours about what's going on in this country right now, next on Good Morning Orlando. 704 on News Radio WFLA Orlando. A former Trump administration official charged with Ukrainian negotiations plans to speak with Congress this week. Kurt Volker, the Trump administration's former special envoy to Ukraine, will speak to three House committees in a closed-door session tomorrow. The Democratic-controlled House Intelligence, Foreign Affairs, and Oversight Committees are lining up depositions with current and former State Department officials as part of their investigation into potential pressure 
applied to Ukraine to look into former Vice President Joe Biden. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo accused the committees of intimidation and said the schedules were not feasible. The former U.S. ambassador to Ukraine was slated to meet committee members today. She's now testifying next week. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. President Trump's personal attorney is bringing in his own personal attorney to deal with his role in the impeachment inquiry. Rudy Giuliani is a central figure in the whistleblower complaint. On Fox News last night, Giuliani said anything he did with regard to Ukraine was on behalf of Donald Trump, not the United States government. Were you representing the president personally or representing the office? Absolutely representing the president personally against charges that he colluded, against charges that he's going to be impeached. Giuliani is represented by Florida attorney John Sale, who was an assistant prosecutor on the team that investigated the Watergate scandal. Something tells me that Sale's going to tell Rudy to zip it right now, and (laughs) you're going to be seeing a lot less of Giuliani for a while, I think. We'll see. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. In Polk County, the search is on for a suspect in the death of a woman in frostproof yesterday morning. Sheriff Grady Judd says 31-year-old Taiwan Blandon is armed and dangerous. He's armed with a firearm. He made the statement to people who reported directly to us that I'm either going to commit suicide or I'm going to commit suicide by cop. Blandon is believed to be driving a 2011 dark red Chevy Cruze with a Florida tag. He's been spotted on traffic cameras in Lakeland, Auburndale, and elsewhere in Polk County. If you see him, don't approach him. Call 911. Teachers in Brevard County are getting a pay raise. Their union reached a deal yesterday with the Brevard County School District. All teachers will receive a $2,000 increase to their base pay. Teachers who've been with the district since 2008 will get an extra $1,200 added to their base pay. That applies to about half of the teachers in Brevard County. The Rays and A's meet in the American League wildcard game tonight in Oakland. 16-game winner Charlie Morton will start for Tampa Bay, and manager Kevin Cash says that's how the Rays planned it. We had a bunch of off days in spring train, excuse me, in September, and it allowed us to 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 line it up. Whether it was you know having the availability to Charlie to pitch game 162, 163 play-in, or now the wild card, so. Uh, We wouldn't want anybody else out there right now. Last night in Washington, the Nationals rallied for three runs in the bottom of the eighth inning and edged the Milwaukee Brewers 4-3 in the National League wildcard game. The Nats now face the Los Angeles Dodgers in an NL Division Series. WFLA News Time is 7.07. A Fort Lauderdale man is arrested for scooter tampering. That story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at WFLA Orlando. The second hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. Dave Ramsey. Weekdays 3 till 5 p.m. News Radio WFLA Orlando. There's actually a crime called scooter tampering. Well, apparently this guy was running around cutting brake lines. You know, fun stuff like that. Oh, okay. I get it. Mm -hmm. That is serious stuff. All right. Fair enough. The Budman, Alan Yaffe, and the Fox until 9 o'clock getting back into the impeachment game with you right now. If you've got um, something to say about what's going on right now, I have a texter who said, you know, on on the president offering congratulations the Communist China on its 70th anniversary said, you know what, I don't find celebrating Communist China a good thing either, bud. But right now I am just seething with rage with what the Democrats are doing to this country. 
If you have that feeling here this morning, love to have you express it on the phones, 407-916-5400, because that's the way I feel. And the text line is 23680, where standard message and data rates apply. Um, We're going to give you what we have on impeachment. I can tell you that Secretary of State Pompeo, who ripped into the congressional committee heads yesterday, subpoenaing his members of the State Department to testify, let them have it big time. He is now taking questions as we speak at a news conference in Rome, Italy, and we are monitoring it closely. So if there's news to come out of that, we'll have it for you. We have our one-word texting poll, Alan. Can you pose that right now? Because we want folks who haven't yet voted to get in on it. Because, well, explain the question and then give folks the option. But President Trump says he's coming to the conclusion that what is taking place is not an impeachment. It is a coup. Do you agree with the president? Text yes or text no to 23680. And we'll total up the votes that are coming in fast and furious. A lot on the plate here this morning. Uh, (laughs) Big-time breakfast here on the 50,000-watt front porch. Talking impeachment, we'll get to it, and we invite you to join us with the conversation. Phone calls, 407-916-5400. Text line for the question or long form, 23680. After an update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic, in just two minutes, it's 710 on Good Morning Orlando. Headlines right now, the State Department's Inspector General is going to brief congressional committees today about State Department documents on Ukraine, attaching an urgent label to that request, which apparently has been granted, even though we do not have exact details of the meeting. It comes as Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and several House committees have been exchanging words about the investigation into President Trump's reported attempts to get Ukraine's president to investigate Joe Biden and his son. Updates at least every 10 minutes in the top stories on Good Morning Orlando. We're the one for news, weather and traffic. FM 94.1, FM 93.1, News Radio WFLA Orlando. We are monitoring the news conference with Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and an Italian official uh, in Rome and uh, see if he says anything relevant to the impeachment issue. Uh, We can tell you yesterday that in a letter that he fired off to a committee head in Congress who they were trying to subpoena um, multiple members of the State Department to testify here. I mean, Pompeo was more on fire than I have ever seen him in that letter uh, you know, he, he said that the request uh, for these people to testify uh, could be understood only as an attempt to intimidate, bully, and treat improperly the distinguished professionals of the Department of State and uh, that he would not tolerate it. And they fired back to him saying, if you don't get these people over here, this is obstruction of impeachment and it could lead to your impeachment. So I don't know. Anyway, it is really nasty. And the president tweeted yesterday, as I learn more and more each day, I am coming to the conclusion that what is taking place is not an impeachment. It is a coup. It means a bloodless coup. Obviously, you know, we don't have, you know, we don't have troops in the streets or anything, at least not yet. Um, and that it's intended to take away the power of the people, their vote, their freedoms, their Second Amendment, religion, military, border wall, and their God-given rights as a citizen of the United States of America. I got to tell you, I think there's some truth in this, even though it may sound over the top to you. I mean, this is an attempt to overturn an election and to undo the duly elected presidency of Donald Trump. That's what this is all about. 
I don't think it's going to happen. Yaffe and I disagree. He thinks they will never actually take the impeachment vote, that they will know they don't have enough and they will back away. I think the Democrats will, and I think they hate him so much they will muster enough votes to actually get the votes they need in the House to impeach him. Then comes the trial in the United States Senate. Mitch McConnell says he can't stop it, and I think he's right from a constitutional standpoint. I can tell you that I think it's unlikely he would be thrown out of office, but we don't know what's coming. I can tell you also we've done the math. They would have to get 20 Republican senators to vote for impeachment and conviction in the Senate to throw him out of office. They would have to get 20. That's what it would take to get to 67, two-thirds mandated by the Constitution on the impeachment front. Now, let's pop up the one-word texting poll, and you can go long form on the phone or on the text line in answering this, but we also want your one-word answer to make it easy. President Trump said in a tweet he is coming to the conclusion that what is taking place is not an impeachment, it is a coup. Let's not play semantics. We know it's a bloodless coup, all right? That's what you're looking at here, in my opinion. I think there are many elements of that. I think that's what it's about. They can't beat him at the ballot box in 2020. Last chance to get him out of office, no matter what it takes. So the president says it's not an impeachment, it's a coup. Do you agree with him? Text yes or no to 23680. We'll get the rest of the team in on this and you in on it as well. Priority on the phones. Eric, you'll be first. If you've got something to say, we'd love to hear it. 407-916-5400. An update quickly now on Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in just two minutes here on Good Morning Orlando, News Radio WFLA Orlando. It is joining us right now, updating a story we've been following out of Central Florida where a man accused of breaching school security in Volusia County claims he thought he was doing police a favor. Derek Marlowe was arrested last week after entering a classroom at Spruce Creek High in Port Orange. Deputies say the 51-year-old was drunk and he had a knife on him, but nobody was hurt. He apparently told the school resource officer that he was testing school security. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories on Good Morning Orlando. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. On Good Morning Orlando, we're talking about President Trump's contention that uh, perhaps this is not an impeachment, but a coup. Eric from Orlando is on the line. Good morning, Eric. It's Alan along with the Budman Yaffe and Melissa. And what do you think? Well, uh, good morning, everybody. Um, I do agree that it's a coup, and, you know, I've heard people say that they're even calling it, like, um, a cold civil war. But, yeah, I agree that um, that it's definitely a coup, and I think the Republicans need to force a vote in the House so that all these Democrats are on record so that we can sweep them from office uh, in November. And next November, you mean? Right, right. Yeah, don't have an election uh, in the House until next November. Appreciate it, Eric. Thank you so much. Um, tell you what, Melissa, can you give us a quick update on the one-word texting poll vote? Pose the question and give us the numbers, and then we're going to go to the Pompeo cuts that sure. Yaffe just grabbed from Italy. Yeah, sure. President Trump says he's coming to the conclusion that what is taking place is not an impeachment. It is a coup. We asked our audience if they agreed to text us yes or 
or to text us no for that matter if they disagreed to 23680. Yes came in at a landslide, 144 so far. No, nine. Fair enough. Mike Pompeo, news conference, Italy. Lots going on with Pompeo and this whole impeachment story. Yep. Yaffe, you were monitoring that news conference. That's right. And one of the first questions he was asked is about accusations um, from the Democrats against him and what he's doing so far. Here's his response. What the folks on Capitol Hill have asked is fundamentally not true. Uh, what we objected to was the uh, demands that were put that are deeply violate fundamental principles of separation of powers. Uh, they contacted State Department employees directly, told them not to contact legal counsel at the State Department. That's been reported to us. Pompeo did mention, though, that he is willing to cooperate within the law. Uh, the response that I provided to them was one that acknowledged that we will, of course, do our constitutional duty to cooperate with uh, this co-equal branch, uh, but we are going to do so in a way that is consistent with the fundamental values of the American system. But he did mention, though, once again, that him and his employees will not be intimidated. And we won't tolerate folks on Capitol Hill, bullying, intimidating State Department employees. That's unacceptable, and it's not something that I'm going to permit to happen. Now, there was news this week that Mike Pompeo was in on that call that President Trump had with the president of Ukraine. Right. Pompeo here says, yes, he was, and explains more about it. As for was I on the phone call, I was on the phone call. Uh, the phone call was in the context of now, I guess I've been the Secretary of State for uh, coming on a year and a half. Um, I know precisely what the American policy is with respect to Ukraine. It's been remarkably consistent, uh, and we will continue to try to drive those set of outcomes. It's what our team, including, including Ambassador Volker, were focused on, was taking down um, the threat that Russia poses there in Ukraine. It was about helping the Ukrainians to uh, get graft out and corruption outside of their government. Interesting there, Yaffe, but he didn't address what I'm sure a lot of folks would be interested in um, is, is to whether or not he thought that the president did anything at all improper because that phone call is what has launched this all-out rush toward impeachment by the Democrats. Yeah, I mean, it seems like he's saying that the president did not do anything improper, that the context of what was being asked had to do with corruption in Ukraine. That seemed to be what he was getting at. But you're right, he did not answer directly whether the president did something wrong. You know, it's interesting also, Alan, um, the news that broke last night is that the inspector general for Pompeo's State Department, this guy Steve Linick, posted an urgent request for multiple committee heads in Congress to meet with him today. And I guess it has something to do with documents out of the Ukraine or whatever. Yeah, other than that, we have no idea what yeah. uh, what is so urgent and what he needs to talk to these committees about. Well, I got to tell you, Yaffe, great job monitoring that for us at my request and, 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 and giving us the fresh cuts from Pompeo that literally were just minutes old. That was, that was fascinating. It was compelling given the context of all that's going on. Yeah, no doubt this will continue be, to be news today, and I'll talk about it tonight on PM Orlando as well. You bet. Thanks, Heather, the Budman, Alan, Yaffe, and the Fox with you until 9 o'clock. You love a parade? You really love a great parade? I love parades. But, Alan, there's one parade that needs to go. 
And you have word this morning that it is gone. The Orlando Citrus Parade is no more, bud. Yesterday, Florida Citrus Sports announced that the 2018 parade was its last. The organization said it can no longer justify its investment in the parade, which has been around for 39 years. Florida Citrus Sports did promise to reinvest in, quote, new exciting ways that will help us continue our commitment to positively impact visitors and Orlando residents alike. I know a lot of people worked hard on it, but you know, I mean, it looked so lame compared to the Rose Parade on Mm -hmm. New Year's Day and other great parades. I just don't think it cast us in a really great light nationally as the great city we are. So, uh, you know, we'll live on the memories of all those citrus parades. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. New rules for elephant rides are being debated as Florida's Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission opens its two-day meeting today at Cape Canaveral. The new guidelines would let elephant rides continue despite public opposition. 80% of the comments that they've received while developing this rule called for elephant rides to end. Yet the FWC is planning to maintain the status quo so that a handful of people can continue to exploit endangered animals to make a quick buck. Rachel Matthews from PETA says the FWC is on the wrong side of history and they want a total ban of the practice. Only about 10 elephants based in Florida are still used to give rides to people. A teenager is accused of starting a 300-acre brush fire in Brevard County. 19-year-old Alana Spangler was arrested yesterday in Sharps. She and 41-year-old Roger Garrett are accused of starting the horse stable fire in Port St. John six months ago by setting a car on fire. That fire forced several residents near Gulf View Avenue to vacate their homes. An actor playing a character from the movie Despicable Me is out of a job after posing for a photo while flashing the OK sign during a breakfast event at Universal Orlando. The gesture is recognized by some as a symbol of hate. The parents of a six-year-old biracial girl were looking through their family photos when they noticed the actor playing the Gru character was making the symbol clearly visible on the girl's shoulder. Universal said the incident was unacceptable and that the actor no longer works for the company. A spokesman also said that Universal is in contact with the family to make things right. Mark Mayfield, News Radio WFLA, Orlando. Uh, did I miss a memo something? The OK sign is no longer OK? Yeah, it's seen as a symbol of white power. Uh, if you look at the, the OK sign, the three fingers that are extended uh, form a W, and then on the other side you've got a P. WP, White Power. Whoa. Really? It's news to me. That's crazy. That's nuts. Does the peace sign mean anything? I am not okay with that. Anyway, what else is going on? Well, uh, more than 1,000 people showed up at Sarasota National Cemetery yesterday to pay their respects to a Florida veteran who died with no family. 80-year-old Edward Pearson died more than a month ago. His obituary included a public invitation to his memorial, and social media spread the word. You know, a couple of those uh, amazing ceremonies have been taking place around the country. Glad we had one here in Florida for the, for the old veterans with no family. And the public turns out in remarkable numbers to pay tribute. I love this story. Great to see. Elsewhere. You know, it's hard to believe it's been two years since we lost this Rock and Roll Hall of Famer.
Today marks the second anniversary of Tom Petty's death. The Gainesville native died on October 2, 2017 of cardiac arrest at the UCLA Medical Center. Petty was just 66. Now people are buying some of his property. Recently, a fan bought Petty's house above Lake Sherwood in Ventura County, California. And just a few weeks ago, his ex-wife bought his childhood home in Gainesville. How about that? Two years has been gone. Yeah. What a talent. A South Florida vendor is in jail after police claim he charged a football fan more than $700 for two beers. The fan was attending Sunday's NFL game between the Miami Dolphins and Los Angeles Chargers at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens. Officers say he handed his credit card to the vendor, Nathaniel Collier, who charged him $724. He was choking up as he heard that. He was getting emotional. I mean, in a ball game, he ought to at least be able to get a six-pack for that, you know? You would think, Uh yeah. And finally, a Louisiana woman is in custody for allegedly attacking her husband with Nerf guns. West Monroe police say 40-year-old Ann T. Pham was arguing with her husband over suspected infidelity when she attacked him with a set of plastic toy guns. Pham is said to have chased her husband down the street with the Nerf guns in hand as their four children were left inside the home. The husband reportedly had some scrapes and bruises to his face and body. Uh, The wife now faces a charge of domestic abuse. Wait, wait. Were the Nerf guns, like, poisoned? I mean, the, the Nerf I, I think, it, obviously, they're foam <laughs> yeah, bullets. Yeah, how did you get scraped well, and I, bruised? I probably from... whacked, whacked her with the plastic gun? What? Yeah, I just have... hit her with the gun. Hit yeah, her with the gun. must Alan, have been what it Alan, was. Yeah. We need in-depth reporting on this. <laughs> we need follow-up. You know, my favorite thing on Elsewhere <laughs> is when you ask me more questions about stories, <laughs> and I great? don't, I have no further information <laughs> other than what I just laid out for you. Was it the super pumper? You can find more on these stories on the Good Morning Orlando page at WFLAOrlando.com and you can find the Elsewhere podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Just look for Elsewhere. Elsewhere. With Alan Spector. And don't ask me any questions. Okay. Because you're obviously not okay with that. Mm. All right, Alan. Thanks a lot. Great stuff as always. What's bugging the bud, man? Oh, you don't give a rip? No, I'm, 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 you're asking out there. You want to know what's bugging the bud, man? How about this? How about calls to suspend Trump's Twitter account and put him in solitary? In a moment, we delve in to the loony left file. You're not okay with that? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll talk about it right after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes on Good Morning Orlando. National headlines now. A Georgia abortion law is being put on hold. The heartbeat bill, so-called, would have banned abortions once a fetal heartbeat is detected, which in many cases is about six weeks of pregnancy. A number of states have recently passed similar laws, but they have all been halted from going into effect. Updates at least every 10 minutes on our top stories here on Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1, still on FM 93.1, News Radio WFLA Orlando, and still on AM 540. Yeah, into the loony left file we delve on a Wednesday morning, and boy, I gotta tell you, they are loony. Kamala Harris on CNN with Anderson Cooper. She wants Trump's 
Twitter account shut down. His Twitter account should be suspended. Um, I think there is plenty of, of, of now evidence to suggest that he is irresponsible with his words in a way that could result in harm to other people. And so the privilege of using those words in that way should probably be taken from him. The privilege of using Twitter? What is he, like nine years old? And mom says, we're taking your Twitter account away? Give me a break. With, with what the pre- – Yaffe, you're shaking your head. Well, I'm just like to- – do they even believe in freedom? Because it's freedom of speech. Let him say what he wants. No, they believe in their freedom, not anybody I mean, else's. Uh, well, yeah, and it's always that, oh, well, he's hurting someone. You know, it's security reasons. They'll, they'll take away anybody's freedom for security. You know, it's, it, remember when he said recently, I want to know, know who the uh, whistleblower is, and I want to know, uh, you know, who's been talking to the whistleblower and all of this kind of stuff, because you know what we used to do with spies years ago. Remember that? Well, yeah. okay. Now, so that's why she thinks it's just awful, because he's just, just scaring people and all of this kind of stuff. But he, Dangerous. Has, he has the freedom to do it. Yes, We're he free does. Country. Thank you very much. <laughs> but, you know, also in the loony left file beside Kamala Harris this morning, we have Maxine Waters. Impeach 45! Impeach 45! Impeach 45! You know who I'm talking about, the California left-wing congresswoman here? Now, this I'm sure Kamala Harris would be fine with. She wants to shut down Trump on his Twitter account, but she's okay with this tweet from Maxine Waters. I am calling on the GOP to stop Trump's filthy talk of whistleblowers being spies and using mob language implying they should be killed. Impeachment is not good enough for Trump. He needs to be imprisoned and placed in solitary confinement. But for now, Maxine Waters tweets impeachment is the imperative. That's okay for the loony left, for Kamala Harris, because Maxine Waters, one of them. And that's the loony left file. Headlines right now, little good news for President Trump. He's notched a win in California. A federal judge has blocked a new state law requiring presidential candidates to reveal income tax returns in order to appear on the state's primary ballot. The U.S. District Judge Morrison England Jr. writing that that law was likely unconstitutional. Updates at least every 10 minutes on our top stories, and we do it all morning right here for you on Good Morning Orlando. Listen to us anywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Search WFLA Orlando. Good morning, Orlando, and good morning to you wherever you are. We are glad you're with us on the 50,000-watt front porch. But heading around, Inspector Michael Yaffe and Melissa Fox with you until 9 o'clock. We're going to be talking in the 8 o'clock hour about legislation that has been filed that would take this texting while driving legislation a giant leap, in my opinion, in the wrong direction toward a total in-the-car cell phone ban for drivers. I'll tell you what this is about. We'll see what you think. But since 6 o'clock this morning, we have had one-word texting poll up for your votes. Let's pose the question and get folks who haven't voted to join us on that. President Trump says he's coming to the conclusion that what is taking place is not an impeachment it is a coup. Do you agree with that? Text yes or text no to 23680. Again, do you agree? Is it a coup? Text yes or text no 
to 23680. Right now, the count, bud, we have 220 that say, yes, it's a coup, and 10 people who say, no, it's not. You can vote until 9 o'clock, 23680. Is this impeachment a coup? The president says that's the conclusion he's reaching. If you agree with that, text yes. If you don't, text no to 23680. And one thing we can all agree on, we need to be right in front of the radio on WFLA, however you receive us, for PM Orlando with Yaffe at 5 o'clock today. Yeah, it would be foolish not to be in front of the radio at that time because there's so much breaking news, especially in the past week or so, dealing with impeachment and other things. And we always cover it on PM Orlando, so check us out, 5 to 6 p.m. Yeah, yeah. local, national, breaking news, all of that. What? Yeah, be there or be a fool. There you go. According to Yaffe. <laughs> you know... That's what I'm saying. It's actually <laughs> mandatory. He takes attendance. It's, I don't know, it's a high-tech thing. I don't know how he does it. Wow. <laughs> Scoop. You got to wind up in radio detention if you don't show up at 5 o'clock this <laughs> afternoon. I'm strict. Yaffe did a great job of monitoring Mike Pompeo's overseas news conference here. And in a moment, uh, Alan will share a little bit of that uh, on our 8 o'clock news upcoming. Yeah, the Secretary of State fights back. And a wild, wild card finish in D.C., those stories and others, plus traffic and weather together in just two minutes, 7.59 on Good Morning Orlando. WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando, WMGF HD3 Mount Dora, Orlando, W226BT Orlando, and W231CT Orlando. News Radio WFLA Orlando, an iHeart radio station. Good morning, Orlando. Top of the morning to you here on a beautiful-looking Wednesday at 8 o'clock as we update Central Florida's news, weather, and traffic once again on News Radio WFLA Orlando, now on FM 94.1, FM 93.1, AM 540, 107.7 HD3, and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Bud Hedinger. And I'm Alan Spector. Our top story this hour, Pompeo speaks out in Rome. More in one minute. Florida drivers, are you ready for a total cell phone ban? We're talking about it next on Good Morning Orlando. 8.03 on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is lashing out at leaders of the House impeachment inquiry over their demands to question State Department officials about President Trump's alleged efforts to pressure Ukraine. Pompeo spoke today in Rome at a joint news conference with the Italian foreign minister. What we objected to was the uh, demands that were put that are deeply violate fundamental principles of separation of powers. Uh, they contacted State Department employees directly, told them not to contact legal counsel at the State Department, as that's been reported to us. Democrats have accused Pompeo of intimidating department witnesses in order to protect himself and the president. President Trump's personal attorney is hiring his own lawyer to deal with his role in the impeachment inquiry. Last night on Fox News, Rudy Giuliani suggested suing Congress, saying committees seeking documents from him would be violating attorney-client privilege. We can also sue them for uh, do doing things like uh, obstructing, of ju obstructing justice. I mean, going uh, go writing letters to Italy and to other countries that have evidence of criminality concerning uh, a setup and a frame-up is obstructing a criminal investigation. Giuliani has hired Florida attorney John Sale to represent him. Sale was an assistant prosecutor on the legal team investigating the Watergate scandal. This news brought to you by Trusco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. Eleven men are under arrest in Volusia County, accused of traveling to meet a child for sex. 
This was the culmination of a five-day sting operation dubbed Deviant Desire. It really makes you want to actually physically get ill to listen to what these guys are requesting a 14-year-old perform on them. Sheriff Mike Chitwood said undercover detectives posed as 14- and 15-year-old children. A pay raise is in store for some 300 full and part-time employees of the city of Orlando. Mayor Buddy Dyer announcing the workers' wages will be increased to at least $15 per hour over the next couple of years. A comeback in the nation's capital gives the home team the victory in the National League wildcard game. Soto seals it for the Washington Nationals. Wide drive, base hit to right. Battle score one, battle score two as the ball gets away from Grisham and right. That's going to score three runs. And the Washington Nationals have the lead. Ernie Johnson there on CBS wants Soto with the single in the eighth inning. But Milwaukee Brewers outfielder Trent Grisham botches fielding the ball, leading to a bases-clearing hit as the Nationals rally to beat the Brew Crew 4-3 to and advance to the National League Division Series. The Nationals will now open a best-of-five in the NLDS against the L.A. Dodgers on Thursday. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. And the Tampa Bay Rays are in Oakland to play the A's in tonight's American League wildcard game. The winner advances to an AL Division Series to play the Houston Astros, who topped the majors with 107 wins this season. WFLA News Time is 8.06. The nation's first Weed Cafe opens in West Hollywood. That story's online at WFLAOrlando.com. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at WFLA Orlando. The third hour of Good Morning Orlando starts now. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at WFLA Orlando. And lots of ways to follow us. We're now on 94.1 FM. That was our big announcement earlier this week. Yaffe, and for folks just catching up on all of that, tell them more. Yes, so you can get us on 94.1 FM. Still on 93.1 FM, AM 540, 107.7 HD3, and the iHeartRadio app. More ways to get WFLA because we are the one for news, weather, and traffic. And the place to talk about it as well. And 94.1 gives a boost to you folks who've had a little trouble north of Orlando into Seminole County and southern Volusia County getting us a 93.1. I took a drive up I-4 after the show yesterday with the radio blaring and testing the signal, and it was rock solid all the way across the St. John's River Bridge. And the of course, breeze blowing through your hair, I can picture it no, now. No, I actually kept the top up so I could oh. hear. I wanted to make sure that, you know, it wasn't going in and out. You were in the convertible, though. I was, His man. hair still stays in place even with a breeze. It well, doesn't move. It's yeah. called Aquanet. No, when I used to be a TV anchor, no, there's not a hairnet. No, not like, a, like I'm at a bakery or something here. No, 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 Aquanet. They, they used, when I was a television news anchor, they used to call it my hair helmet. Yes. You know. I've seen that helmet hair. <laughs> and I've still got it. Yeah. You know, here on radio, very important to look good on the radio, you know. Yeah, well, <laughs> look at me. <laughs> you look marvelous, I tell you. Better to look good than to feel good, you know. Always, you Fernando. Marvelous. Anyway, um, so we have the texting while driving ban, and we're getting warnings now, and then we'll get tickets the first of the year, blah, blah, blah. We all know that kicked in on October 1st, and bang, all of a sudden, there is legislation filed in Tallahassee that, if it became law, would take these restrictions, I think, way too far. But maybe you think it's needed. We are talking about, for drivers, a complete ban on cell phones inside the car can't even touch them without breaking the law. 
I'll tell you about it, and we'll see what you think here in just a moment. After an update of Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in just two minutes, 809 on Good Morning Orlando. This important Central Florida headline, if you're just joining us, we can tell you that teachers in Brevard County are getting a pay raise. Their union reached a deal yesterday with the Brevard County School District. All teachers will receive a $2,000 increase to their base pay. Teachers who have been with the district since 2008 will get an extra $1,200 added to their base pay, and that applies to about half of the teachers in Brevard County. Updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories are promise on Good Morning Orlando. We're the one for news, weather and traffic. FM 94.1, FM 93.1, News Radio WFLA Orlando. The Budman, Alan, Yaffe, and the Fox until 9 o'clock. We have a one-word texting poll. If you haven't voted yet, uh, we'd like you to do so. President Trump says he is coming to the conclusion that what is taking place is not an impeachment, it is a coup. Do you agree? Obviously a bloodless coup, at least at this point, thank God. Do you agree with what the president says? This is not an impeachment. It is a coup. Text yes or text no to 23680. Now, let's shift gears. We have a new texting while driving law. They continue to get more restrictive. I understand that. Distracted driving um, is it, uh, it just the carnage is unimaginable here in the state of Florida and across the country. And I think that I've said it for years, there's no more deadly dangerous practice when you list things that are considered distracted driving than, than you know, doing texting while you're driving because you're going to take your eyes off the road, you know, for a long period of time. And, and I get it. I get it with that. But they want to go even further than that right now. And I want to know if you agree with me that this is too far. Uh, I don't want this to become law, but legislation has now just been filed that if it became law, would require motorists to go fully hands-free if they are using their cell phones. This would make it illegal for people to operate vehicles while, quote, manually holding or otherwise touching a wireless communications device. This legislation was filed by Democrat Representative Emily Slosberg of Boca Raton. Her twin sister was killed uh, some years ago in a car accident and um, had to do with distracted driving. And she has been driving these restrictions ever since. But this is what she wants, um, and and it's essentially an all-out ban on on cell phones if you are driving. i got to tell you, Yaffe, I think that has gone too far, and I hope this gets shot down in the Florida legislature. We'd like to know what you think about this, or do you think it's needed because of the carnage from distracted driving, texting, calling, whatever. A total ban. It becomes illegal. Then the cops will be able to, um, you know, uh, to charge you and fine you if you are even touching your phone in the car and while you're driving and they see it. I, I, I think, I'm sorry, at some point the government needs to get the heck out of my car. 407-916-5400, how do you feel? And the text line at 23680. You know, I definitely feel sympathy for the lawmaker who's pushing this. I can't imagine what it would be like to lose my twin sister you bet. in a car accident like that. Of course. But this this is definitely going way too far. I mean, just think about GPS 
how many people listening right now use GPS off their phone because it's free? I'm sure lots of people do. We're going to make that illegal really seems a little much to me. I know so many people that use their phones as part of their business, their work, over-the-road drivers and delivery people, logistics, all that. It's going to cause a problem. It really is. I mean, it's one thing to enforce a seatbelt law, but quite another to just totally ban everything with these cell phones. I think they're just, it's an emotional thing this woman's doing. I get it, but it's emotions that are talking. Now, what do you think about this? And, and here's the deal with me. I get it with banning texting while driving, okay? But I've, I've, I, honest to goodness, feel, I talk to my wife when she's in the right side of the seat here, okay? When she's in the passenger seat and I am driving. And I talk with her. Is that distracted driving? If that's distracted driving, I mean, I'm, I'm talking on the phone to me, I'm no more distracted than if I talk to my wife in the car. Well, the phone, I can still look straight ahead because there's nobody actually there. With my wife, I'm naturally inclined to turn to Linda while we're having a conversation for a fleeting glance, okay? And then back to the road. Are we saying that it is against the, the law when you are driving your car in Florida to have anything other but your eyes constantly riveted on the road. I don't think that is humanly possible. I don't think it's realistic. And frankly, I think it is an overreach to have legislation like this proposed and considered to become the law. I, I really do. I do think it's too far. We got somebody on the line who drives for a living Tell you about, let me squeeze that call in before the break. We like to give our callers priority. Join us at 407-916-5400. Michael from Orlando says you drive for a living. What do you do? And tell us what you think about this legislation just filed in Tallahassee. Yeah, I administer real estate transactions uh, throughout the uh, the Central Florida area. And uh, I'm on, constantly on the road driving probably 30,000 miles a year. And uh, basically my car is my office. Uh, my cell phone is my really only form of communication, whether it be via phone call, text, uh, emails. Now, I appreciate and realize that uh, it's not appropriate to be reading emails and composing emails and responding to elaborate texts, but uh, sometimes it's unavoidable. And uh, unfortunately, the hands-free options are just not there yet to be a uh, realistic option. What has to happen with the technology for hands-free to be um, very, very doable, very convenient for everybody? Well, you know, voice recognition is not uh, 100% there yet. You know, very often I will dictate something to my phone, and it does not come across uh, correct. Yeah. So then I've got to spend more time actually going back and editing it than it would have taken me to just sit there and type it. How do you feel about the new texting while driving restriction? I'm, I'm a fan of that because of of how much you take your eyes off the road when it's a texting situation? Well, I think of it, you know, it's under existing laws. You know, if you are getting into an accident, you know, you're ultimately responsible no matter what you're doing. Well, that, that is certainly true. But, I mean, uh, are, are you accepting of the, of the texting while driving or are you just going to try to get away with it? Well, I'm going to minimize it to as, the best I can and try and get, get by uh, without doing it. You know, but it's going to be a hard thing to do. All right. Hey, Michael, thank you. Do appreciate it. A guy who drives for a living. Love to get your take on this proposed legislation that essentially would make it illegal to even touch a cell phone while you are driving a car in the state of Florida. 
407-916-5400. Is this what we need, or is this just too much government intrusion into our lives and into our cars, as I see it? 407-916-5400. You can text us at 23680. More coming right after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic in two minutes here on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Headlines right now, President Trump continues to blast the impeachment inquiry into him, saying what is happening is a coup. On Twitter yesterday, the president said that House Democrats are doing. It's intended to take away the people's God-given rights as citizens of the United States of America. We have a one-word texting poll on this right now. Vote. President Trump says he's coming to the conclusion that what is taking place is not an impeachment, it's a coup. Do you agree? Text yes or text no to 23680. Stay tuned for updates on our top stories every 10 minutes throughout the show on Good Morning Orlando. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. On Good Morning Orlando, we're talking about a bill just filed in the Florida legislature that would make it illegal for people to operate vehicles while manually holding or otherwise touching a wireless communications device. In other words hands off your cell phone while in the car, that would be the law. Let's go to Jerry in Apopka for his thoughts. Jerry, it's Alan, along with the Bud Man, Yaffe, and Melissa. What do you think about this? I think it's insane. Uh, look, I was sideswiped and almost killed by a distracted truck driver many years ago and found out you can't do anything if you can't identify the driver on site. But let me tell you, where are you going to stop on this law? Do you pull somebody over if they're eating a snack or drinking a soft drink or if they're smoking or vaping? What if they're touching the radio stations to adjust the station or talking to another passenger? Or what if they're just uh, slapping a kid because he's misbehaving trying to take the wheel or checking their GPS? Or what if they touch their window buttons to adjust the window or try to adjust their side view mirror or rear view mirror? They're all touching some other things, and they're temporarily distracted. Yeah, it's a good so point, Jerry. Good same law. Yeah, good point. There's a lot of distractions in the car besides the cell phone. Yeah, thanks for yeah. that. We're going to a truck driver in a moment here. Ed, stay on the line. But the text line, there are some counter views to where we stand on this, or I stand on it. Yeah, one person says, great, and I support this. Remembering a time when there were no cell phones, hence a lot less distracted driving, says, I hope it passes. Watching people on their phones while driving is ridiculous. Where do you stand on this, Alan? Is that too far? I think it is. I think it is. And I, I thought Jerry made some good points that there's so many distractions in the car. Where do you where do you draw the line? Are we not allowed to talk to someone else in the car? That is a distraction. There you go. No doubt about it. He's called Mr. Ed. He's a truck driver. He's on the turnpike. You're on the radio. Good morning and welcome to our show, Mr. Ed. Is he driving or Wilbur? <laughs> oh, stop uh, it. No, I'm driving. Okay. It, 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 I, I've listened to you guys for many years. You guys got a great team. Uh, I, I agree with Jerry on everything he said for the previous caller before him. Michael, uh, that's the guy you have to stay away from. If, if, if he's texting or looking at his email, that guy is, is the accident waiting to happen. I have video of knuckleheads on the road all over the place, even the police officers touching their laptops as they're driving. Oh, my goodness, you will not believe. Now, on, on the touching and holding the devices, 
A good example is those Tesla cars out there. If you've seen the Teslas, they have that big screen device. Now, how can you not be tempted to touch that? Yeah, they, have, they have a huge display right there uh, beside the driver. Exactly. So I'm, I'm kind of split 50-50 because I do use my, my, uh, my phone for the GPS, but I do not text and drive. I've seen them all over the place. Very dangerous. All right. A truck a driver's point of view. Ed, thanks. We're glad you're with us. Glad you enjoy the show. Have a nice ride down the turnpike, my friend. Thank you, thank you. Bingo. Now, bottom of the hour, Alan, news update. What's coming? Well, we've got uh, an Orlando bus accident that leaves nine people injured and a Dallas cop convicted of killing her neighbor. Those stories and others, plus elsewhere, and traffic and weather together in just two minutes, 8.30 on Good Morning Orlando. Good morning, Orlando. The Bud Man, Alan Yaffe and the Fox, till 9 o'clock. A nearly $500 prize will be up for grabs before this half hour is out, so stay tuned for our sound judgment game. Um, we don't know in this story, as Alan begins updating us uh, on the news, whether distracted driving played a part or not. But there was a terrible bus accident on I-4 yesterday that tied up the interstate, and a lot of people got hurt. Nine people injured, bud. A Lynx bus overturning yesterday morning on I-4 near Rio Grande Avenue and L.B. McLeod Road. Link says the bus flipped after the driver veered into the wrong lane, overcorrected, and hit a concrete barrier. Eight passengers and the driver were taken to the hospital. All are expected to survive. This news brought to you by Trustco Bank, Florida's hometown bank. In Dallas this morning, the sentencing phase resumes for the former police officer convicted in the death of her neighbor. The verdict, guilty of murder for former Dallas police officer Amber Geiger. My life has not been the same. It's just been like a roller coaster. Reaction from the mother of 26-year-old Botham Jean, who was shot and killed. 13 months ago, inside his own apartment. He saw someone? Yes, I thought it was my apartment. Oh, my God. Geiger, in her 911 call, she argued she was mentally fatigued after working overtime. And now, following the verdict, faces between 5 and 99 years in prison. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. A man accused of breaching school security in Volusia County claims he thought he was doing police a favor. Derek Marlowe was arrested last week after entering a classroom at Spruce Creek High in Port Orange. Deputies say the 51-year-old was drunk and had a knife on him, but no one was hurt. He apparently told the school resource officer that he was testing school security. Florida's Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission opens its two-day meeting today in Cape Canaveral and... Elephant ride regulations are on the agenda. Rory O'Neill reports from our newsroom. Many thought this issue ended when Ringling Brothers went out of business, but there are still elephant rides for sale. It is still happening around the country, and it's still very much a problem. You know, elephants don't give rides because they want to. They give rides because they've been chained and beaten behind the scenes, and they're afraid of being punished if they don't. Peter's Rachel Matthews says the practice should be banned outright, but elephant keepers disagree. They say their animals are well cared for and live longer than they would in the wild. They also say these new rules threaten to put them out of business. Rory O'Neill, News Radio, WFLA, Orlando. The Orlando Citrus Parade is history. It's been around for 39 years, but yesterday, Florida Citrus Sports announced the 2018 parade was the last Citrus Parade. 
The organization said it can no longer justify its investment in that event. That was always an association with uh, New Year's Day and the Citrus Bowl game, which sure. is which is a huge attraction it is. Uh, at the stadium here. But that parade just never could hold up to the Rose Parade, and it just looked lame by comparison. It I, did. I, I think it's time to cut it loose. I think you're right. Elsewhere. A bald little boy wearing a zigzag stripe across his shirt is celebrating a birthday. It was on October 2nd, 1950, Charlie Brown and the Peanuts Gang comic strip debuted. All told, Charles Schultz's strip ran in more than 2,600 papers and was read by about 355 million people in 75 countries. From 1950 until 2000, readers met the little red-haired girl, watched for the great pumpkin, and cringed each time Lucy pulled that football (laughs) away from Charlie Brown. In 2013, TV Guide ranked Peanuts television specials the fourth greatest TV cartoon of all time. Got a favorite Peanuts character? Oh, I, I... Charlie Brown, really. Would it, would it be? Snoopy. Yeah, yeah, Snoopy. Snoopy. Oh, you got a little Lucy oh. in you. You must love Lucy. Yeah, but I'm more of a Violet, really. Really? Violet, yeah. Violet yeah. and Patty were uh, in the original strips, and they kind of disappeared as the years went on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I'm not like Peppermint Sh- Patty at I all. I like Schroeder bending over that piano playing Beethoven. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I got a little pig pen in me, my wife would tell you. But I did like the teacher, and, and I like five, too. But I did like the teacher, especially. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. What else Snoopy. going on? Come on. In Elsewhere. Woodstock. High-tech high fashion is putting a twist on hands-free calling. Levi's and Google are launching their second version of smart jackets this fall. They come with a small electronic tab that slips into the cuff and pairs with your phone. So basically, you leave your phone in a pocket and use the sleeve as a touchpad. Ooh. The jacket started $198. I wonder if that would work if we had that total ban on cell phone mm. use while you're driving. I think it would. It, it might. might. There's, a, there's been a couple of those over the years, the hats with the transistor radio. The, I had a jacket that was wired for an MP3 player. Yeah. yeah. It was ahead of my time. I think, we're gonna have, good. I think we're going to have to ban jackets in the car. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's a problem. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And finally, we, yeah. have, we have news for the drinkers in our audience. And in our studio, there's a, a new way to spice up that Bloody Mary. Barbecue-flavored vodka is now a thing. It's inspired by Kansas City's famous barbecue. The company 360 Vodka describes it as spicy and sweet, tangy and true. I like it. Barbecue-flavored vodka. In a Mary? I don't think oh, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can do a little Maybe barbecue Maybe a little sauce. Worcestershire sauce or something. Let me know when they make bacon-flavored vodka. Sure thing. <laughs> and two Pennsylvania companies that have been around a long time are bringing a couple of favorites together, beer and chocolate. Yingling and Hershey announced that Yingling Hershey's Chocolate Porter will be on tap at restaurants and bars in 22 states where Yingling is available.
My daughter will love that. She's yeah. into those weird designer beers. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I bet that's going to be really popular. <sighs> yeah, I already drink a, a chocolate bourbon that's pretty nice, so oh. I can only imagine the beer. <laughs> is that just a homemade thing with Bosco oh, no, no, or no, what? No, Palatine, you know? chocolate, chocolate yeah. mint. The good news is caramel. she never starts drinking it before the 8 o'clock hour. Right, so. no, I'm 9.30 and says. I'm old. <laughs> find more on these stories on the Good Morning Orlando page at WFLAOrlando.com and find the Elsewhere podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Just look for Elsewhere. With Alan Spector. Thanks, Alan. Oh, patient callers, I'm sorry. We have to clear the decks. We have a sound judgment game to play for a prize nearly $500 in value. So let's clear the phones and get ready right now. You're going to want to win this prize or you're going to want to give it to somebody. It is phenomenal. It's worth $480. So if you haven't won... In 30 days, the company says you can play and win sound judgment right now. 407-916-5400. I don't know when we've given away a prize worth this much. We still have the toll-free open at 866-916-5400. Sound judgment right after we update Orlando's news, weather, and traffic here in two minutes on the Wednesday edition of Good Morning Orlando on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Headlines now. Tensions in Hong Kong escalating as police have shot a protester with live ammunition. It happened during National Day of Demonstrations as China celebrated 70 years of communist rule. Updates at least every 10 minutes for you on our top stories. We do it all morning on Good Morning Orlando. Now on FM 94.1. Still on FM 93.1. News Radio WFLA Orlando. And still on AM 540. So I was bragging about that nearly $500 prize we're about to give away on Sound Judgment. Let's flesh it out and find out what it's all about, Melissa. Oh, my goodness. If you are a golfer, a duffer, or even a fan of the Lynx, this one Central Florida golf cart is going to be your best friend. It is good for a round of golf with the cart at 12 area golf courses, and it's good all the way through May of next year. We're talking Deltona Club, Hidden Lakes, Kissimmee Bay, Mount Dora Golf Club, just to name a few of the 12. And yes, you're right, it's almost a $500 value. If you want to try and check one out yourself, centralfloridagolfcard.com, but I suggest you win one right now during Sound Judgment. If you're not a golfer, you know somebody who would love to have that prize, and uh, so you can give it away. If you're trying to get in, wait for a wrong answer. We'll open up a line at 407-916-5400. Our sound judgment game today takes us to Disney's Epcot theme park, where the new Epcot Forever Fireworks Light and Laser Show debuted last night. Listen to a little sound of the show's director previewing Epcot Forever, then use your sound judgment to tell me two things. What does the word Epcot stand for, and what year did Epcot first open to the public? Epcot Forever is a celebration of what Epcot has been and what Epcot is going to become. So hopefully our guests are going to be reminded of just how much they love this park and be able to carry that love away with them when they leave. It's a funny word, Epcot. It's an acronym. What does Epcot stand for? What year did Epcot open to the public? To line one we go. Go ahead, line one. Don't know. Okay, you're out, but the line's open. 407-916-5400. prize on the line. Grab it. Line two, what does Epcot stand for? When did it open? Line two. 
You're out. Another open line, 407-916-5400. Line three, go ahead. Experimental prototype community of tomorrow in 1982. Bang, bang. You got it. Game over. Thank you, Siri. You have won the golf card. Congratulations, my friend. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, are you a golfer? I am and not a very good one, but I enjoy it. Doesn't matter. You got you got $480 worth of golf with a cart for crying out loud. You gotta love that. that. Awesome. And I can tell you do. What's your first name? Rob. Say it again. Rob. Rob? Yeah. We got it. Where are you from, Rob? I live in Castleberry. Great to have you with us just up the road. Don't go away. You and Melissa are going to do a little business off air to make the connection on the prize. Okay, Rob? Thank you. Thanks for listening to our show. We appreciate it. There you go. We have a winner. Yaffe, we got a one-word texting poll, and some folks haven't had a chance to vote, and time is tight. Yeah, although I don't think it's many folks that haven't had a chance because we have a lot of votes already. But, yes, the texting poll is President Trump says he's coming to the conclusion that what is taking place is not an impeachment. It is a coup. Do you agree? Text yes or no to 23680. Text yes or no to 23680. So far, bud, we have 348 yeses to 17 no's. I think that's a record vote count, Mike. Yeah, it's not a coup on the text line because this is this is a legitimate vote count here. So, <laughs> but it's 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 a mandate, I think, on our text line. But there's still eight or nine minutes left, so things could change. <laughs> <laughs> Too right. close to call. We're not yep. you ready to project a winner. No. Stay tuned. We'll get to that here in just a moment. Right now, I want to get to this. No, I'm going to get to that right after we do this. Okay. Traffic and weather. Am I making any sense at all? This, that, there, then, when, how. Yeah. First something's going to happen, and then something else is going to happen. Yeah, and I think it's all going to happen in two minutes, so stay tuned <laughs> and find out what it is on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Headlines and the inspiration for our ongoing one-word texting poll. President Trump continues to blast the impeachment inquiry against him, saying what's happening is a coup. On Twitter yesterday, the president said that House Democrats are, are doing here is intended to take away the people's God-given rights as citizens of the United States of America. We promise you updates at least every 10 minutes in our top stories all morning. And we deliver here on Good Morning Orlando. From News Radio WFLA Orlando, this is Good Morning Orlando with Bud Henniger, Alan Spector, Michael Yaffe, and Melissa Fox. And you now, in case you haven't noticed, have another way to listen to all of us. We've added FM 94.1, expanding WFLA's coverage for our listeners in Aldemont Springs, Longwood, Lake Mary, Castleberry, Winter Springs, and surrounding areas. You can still pick us up on 93.1, 107.7 HD3, AM540, the iHeartRadio app, and now also on FM94.1. And that means you can get us a new way for the ride home when Yaffe's on the air with PM Orlando. Yes, 5 to 6 p.m. We'll have breaking news on whatever happens with impeachment today. I think there's a press conference between Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff with them. And I think there's also a press conference with President Trump sometime today. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, by lots the, to talk about tonight. By the way, we caught Mike Pompeo, the Secretary of State, who's all tied up in this at a news conference in Rome during the show. You got a couple of quick sound cuts? Yes, I do, including this one where he says him and his department will not be intimidated. And we won't tolerate folks on Capitol Hill bullying, intimidating State Department employees. That's unacceptable, and it's not something that I'm going to permit to happen. And he also admits here that he was, in fact, on that call with the Ukraine president. As for was I on the phone call, I was on the phone call. Uh, the phone call was in the context of now, I guess I've been the Secretary of State for uh, coming on a year and a half. Um, I know precisely what the American policy is with respect to Ukraine. It's been remarkably consistent, uh, and we will continue to try to drive those set of outcomes. It's what our team, including Ambassador Volker, were focused on, was taking down um, the threat that Russia poses there in Ukraine. It was about helping the Ukrainians to uh, get graft out and corruption outside of their government. All right, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo oversees during our show. One word texting poll. If you want to vote right now, the president says he's coming to the conclusion that what's taking place is not an impeachment, it's a coup. Do you agree? Text yes or text no right now to 23680. Final vote coming up. Right now, my vote for the best real estate agent you're ever going to find in Central Florida, Laura Peterson of Frontgate Realty. She's amazing, sells her homes on the average 22% faster than the average realtor for more money, has an amazing resource of nearly 7,000 pre-screened um, buyers who've told Laura just what they want in a house. So when she represents you to sell your house, she can link you up to them and get the deal done. It happens every day in remarkably fast fashion, and people get the great price that Laura provides. She will guarantee to sell your home at your price, by the way, or she'll buy it herself, guaranteed in writing. You can't do better than Laura Peterson. Reach out to her at 407-566-2555, 407-566-2555. Learn more online at um, laurahasthebuyers.com and start packing because things will start popping. She is amazing. Laura Peterson, Frontgate Realty. Final count on the uh, one-word texting poll, Yaffe. Yes, 365 people agree with Trump that, yes, it is a coup. Only 17 people said, no, it's not a coup. Cuckoo. So we can call it. All right, the yes votes have it, Alan? Yeah, we'll put a check mark by that. I think it says landslide. <laughs> uh, we'll put this show in the books, and we thank you for joining us for the ride. Catch you tomorrow morning from 6 to 9. Until then, have a wonderful day. Thank you. God bless you, and God bless America.